Researchers from a number of Australian universities have been collaborating on a conservation project called One Million Turtles. The highly successful program encourages citizens to get involved by helping to record turtle sightings and as a whole has not only influenced policy, but also saved over a thousand freshwater turtles and 200 nests as of 2022. Last month, they were awarded the Eureka Prize for Innovation in Citizen Science by the Australian Museum. The $10,000 prize is awarded for demonstrated excellence in citizen science practice through an innovative research and community engagement project. Today we're talking to Dr. Deborah Bauer, a conservation biologist and the head of the Laboratory of Applied Zoology and Ecosystem Restoration, or LASER, here at UNE. And she's also currently working on a children's book about turtle conservation, which I think is really cool. Thanks, Ash. So thanks for stopping in today and chatting to us. No problems. So have you been involved in the project since its inception? Yeah, so Ricky Spencer actually started TurtleSat, which is the app we use for the Citizen Science platform many years ago. But in the last three years, we've had an active program to recruit people to get involved and also not just logging turtles, but saving turtles if they're crossing the road and saving turtle nests so that they don't get dug up by foxes. How did COVID affect that? Well, COVID was a pretty good time for people to get out and about in nature. Um, Lots of people, when they were socially distancing, could still go out and do things in a park or a local wetland. And so COVID wasn't such a bad time for many different species of animals. Oh, that's really good. So the project is mainly focused on freshwater turtles, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how many different distinct species are you working with? Well, Australia has 25 species of freshwater turtles and then six of the seven marine turtles. And so the marine turtles get lots of attention. Everybody thinks they're really sexy and they do really long distance migrations and they lay lots of eggs. But Australian freshwater turtles are actually awesome. Some of them breathe out of their butt. Some of them nest underwater. They have all of these cool adaptations that people don't always know about. And so we're trying to fly the flag for freshwater turtles, which are playing really important roles in our river systems. There are garbage collectors. So when there's a fish kill, the turtles come along and they eat it all up. And that's great for the turtles because they grow fast. Um, And it's good for the river system because they help water quality. So they're really important. So one of the program's goals is to increase their survival rates. But what are some of the challenges that they're facing? You've mentioned um, foxes and predation. Yeah, introduced predators and feral species are a problem in Australia for our native wildlife. And for turtles, that's foxes down south and pigs up north. So fortunately, there are things that we can do as community members. If you find a turtle nesting, you can wait till it's finished and then cover that with mesh. And so if people go to onemillionturtles.com, there's a whole training package around how they can do that. Um, Property owners can also do fox control and they can fence off areas so that the foxes can't get in. And that can really improve uh, the recruitment of turtles, so improve the number of babies that make it back into the water. And is this something people can do independently after receiving the training? Yeah, that's right. So as long as they're on um, land that they're allowed to be on. And in New England, we've got this really cool turtle species called the Bell's turtle, and most of them occur on private property. So there's this whole range of property owners in the New England Tablelands that are helping to save the Bell's turtle because it's on their farms. So yeah, there's lots of different ways and different types of people that can get involved. Yeah, the Bell's turtles, um, you recently released a bunch of them into the rivers, right? Yeah, we put back 1,500 hatchlings uh, last summer, last yeah, the end of last summer, 
um, Lou Streeting was the head of that. She's it's her based around her PhD program, so she's done lots of cool research looking at the best ways to manage that species. Yeah. So is our breeding programs part of the One Million Turtle Project, or is that separate entirely? One Million Turtles has an aspect to it, which is turtles in schools. And so some school groups are getting involved in helping to incubate turtle eggs in the lab. And we're still ramping up that side of the project. Other things that community groups are doing are building turtle islands, which will float in a wetland. And so the foxes don't go out there and the turtles can nest on those as well. What exactly is a turtle island? A turtle island is an island that floats, so it's built out of floating materials and it has enough soil in it that the female turtle, the mum turtle, can come up out of the water and dig a little nest chamber with her back flippers and lay her eggs in it and they can incubate in that island without having to worry about lawnmowers, foxes, cattle stomping on them. So they're safe out there in the middle of the water. That's really cool. They appear naturally in some wetlands as well. Absolutely, yeah. Quite a few, there's stretches of river that have little islands because of the way that the river's formed or some wetlands, some farm dams, um, depending on how they've been constructed, can have islands that form in the middle of them as well. That's really cool. And that's like, like schools are getting involved in that. Yeah. Yeah. So why is it so important to engage public and schools in projects like this? There's a few benefits to people getting involved in conservation. One of them is that Turtles, everybody loves turtles. Turtles are the coolest. They're never the villain. They're always like the cool dude, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And people connect with that and then they connect with nature. And so it gets you outside. Kids can learn more about science. Adults can learn more about science. And people can have an appreciation for the importance of natural elements of our of our world and saving our turtles and take ownership of that in their own communities and start to try and right some of the problems that we've created in the past since Europeans came to Australia and introduced foxes and other problematic things that they did. So how do projects like this, not just well, that we clearly see the benefit that they're having on the turtles and the environment, how does it benefit the people who participate? I think it's really fun. I think kids learn a lot from doing, uh, participating in conservation. And I think it's really good for mental health. There's more science coming out about the benefits of getting out in nature and getting involved. So it's educational, fun, and great for the turtles too. And I think it it teaches us that, you know, this is their natural habitat. You know, we shouldn't be taking them out and, and keeping them with us. I know that's some people will think they're doing a favour by finding a turtle strands on the side of the road and going, oh, I'll take it home with me and look after it. But that's actually not good for the turtle. No, it's not good. And turtles have a lot of problem with diseases. So moving turtles around and putting them into new habitats is really dangerous for, for turtle species. The Bellinger River turtle only occurs in the Bellinger River catchment and that species is almost extinct because of a pathogen that's in the system that caused widespread declines. So we really encourage people not to move turtles around. You can move it off the road in the direction it's facing, but it knows where it's going. They have quite large home ranges quite large areas that they'll roam and so just pop it back in the direction it's going out of in a safe space and it'll do its thing yeah so what are some ways the project is looking at growing in 2024 and beyond we're looking at doing more activities with more people engaging more school children and looking for more community groups that are interested in participating so there's quite a few already but we haven't 
uh, we haven't got widespread participation around the entire country. And we're working with a few Indigenous owners of land and ranger groups, but we'd like to work with more. So we're putting the word out there that anyone who's keen to be involved, get in touch. Yeah, cool. So whereabouts are you really focused at the moment? Is it mainly New South Wales? Yeah, our bias is New South Wales and Victoria. So it's the, the Murray River. And so we'd like to expand in the Northern Territory, and WA, in um, Northern Queensland and throughout Western New South Wales as well. Yeah, fantastic. And what's the best way for people to get involved with you guys? Check out com, and it'll point you in the right place depending on what you're interested in doing. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming in and for chatting to us about this. It's really exciting and I hope... Some people who are keen to learn more about turtles, come and get involved. Thanks so much, Ash.